Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. Uh, back at it again. Uh, another week, another episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, let's jump into it. We're going to do Song of the Week. Uh, and then in the Press Play segment, I'm going to tell you about what's going on in hip-hop and R&B. Some things you should watch. Some things you should sneak and watch while you... You know, at your job, at work, get that music video in when your boss ain't looking. I got that for you. Um, And then in the Dig Deeper segment, my cousin Joe is here and we're going to talk about Migos Culture album and Big Sean's I Decided album. Um, So to switch it up this week, since we got Joe in the studio, Joe is going to introduce the song of the week for this week. So I introduce you to... Once again, my cousin Joe, what's up with you, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, Take it away, take it away. Okay, alright, cool. So, uh, this week, I chose one of my favorite artists now. He's up and coming still, he's getting his name out there. But uh, it's Vince Staples. Uh, That's my guy, he always has uh, music that's upbeat at the same time. It's it's conscious, he's on that level of consciousness. And uh, he has that substance rap. That I always like to go to as a as a fallback when I'm tired of hearing other people that doesn't have the substance, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Yachty. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. We're not gonna name any more names since we already started, but it's a long list in the past two years. It's been a long list that's accumulating for the non-substance rappers. But he he got up there, he's he's making a name for himself. He started off with some great features. Um but yeah, so this week is gonna be Vince Staples. A smile, I relate to this song because, I mean, I chose this song because 
you know, it's sometimes how I feel sometimes when you, you know, you working and all you need is somebody to smile at you or smile for you, you yeah. know what I mean? Or somebody to brighten your day. And he basically talking about the things that you think about that I think about personally as, you know, working in America as a black man, for real. So you can yeah. just take it away, get a little snippet of that real fast. Hey, Smile by Vince Staples. Yo, shout out to Joe uh, for that recommendation for the song of the week. Uh, once again, that was Smile by Vince Staples. You can find that on his Prima Donna EP. And, of course, it'll be uh, in the podcast newsletter. So let's jump right into the press play segment. You know what it is. This is where I, you know, tell you about what's going on in hip-hop and R&B news, what things you should be looking out for, any rumors, stuff like that. So first and the things that you should check out. I know I mentioned this last week, but NPR has this... Uh, a series called Tiny Desk where they get these artists in and they do these little intimate uh shows like three or four songs in front of a small audience in this like little like library looking room and it's usually pretty successful because the artists can do try out some different things you know they can you know experiment and stuff like that and so there are like four Tiny Desk um concerts that I think you all should see drum did one Roe james did one gallant did one and anderson pock not all of these were like you know recent like it was within the past like three months or so but you know i was perusing through the archives and i saw and like and i was looking at the ones i was interested in and these four definitely stood out um all four came with some serious vocals so it'll be in the newsletter but definitely check out all four of their Tiny Desk concerts. Um, another thing you should check out, Big Sean was on um, Jimmy Fallon, on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, um, and he performed uh, Halfway Off the Balcony. That's definitely something you want to check out. You know, he just released his album, I Decided, so he's on a huge press run. Um, and the the performance is pretty pretty dope you know on that song he does a lot of interesting things like vocally as far as like you know uh uh lowering the pitch and stuff like that and he incorporated all that into his performance and it was really dope so i think you should check that out another thing you should check out um this happened like you know a few months ago but for interview the magazine uh shortly after solange released a seat at the table Beyonce interviewed Solange about like her inspiration and you know about like their childhood and stuff like that and it's a really dope interview to see like the two sisters you know talking in that format so definitely check that out it was it was a great interview um uh next there's a website um I don't remember the name of it but it's in the newsletter but basically it breaks down all of the ad-libs from the culture album so basically it you play the culture album on the website and every ad-lib appears on the screen as it's said and it's a lot of ad-libs so if you want you know that different visual experience listening to Migos culture album then um definitely check that out um in the newsletter Finally, there are two music videos that I think you should check out. One is Hallucinations by Division. You know, they dropped their September 5th album last year, um, and they just recently dropped the Hallucinations music video uh, on Apple Music. So you definitely want to check that out because it's silky, man. It's silky. Uh, finally, you know, Chance is gearing up for his, um, you know, first 
uh, Grammy, you know, nominations and, you know, first appearance at the Grammys when he's nominated. Um, and so he dropped off the video for Same Drugs. And, you know, it's anybody who went to the Magnificent Coloring Day shows or Magnificent Coloring Day uh, Festival in Chicago, um, you recognize the aesthetic, but it's like Chance with this, like, puppet that was made by the Chicago, you know, designer and creative. Um, and it, it kind of reminds me a lot of, like, the set of Sesame Street, and you'll understand that more when you look at it. But it's a dope video for the um, song and, you know, one last thing that Chance can give us before we go into the Grammys this Sunday, hoping that he wins at least three, you know what I mean? Um, but definitely check out the same drugs video. Moving on into the rumored things, Jay-Z and Zaytoven are collaborating, so we're going to get some music from them sometime soon, and hopefully we get Jay's album this year. Um, and then the last two things, Chance the Rapper and Beyonce are performing at the Grammys. Like, the the performance is about to be lit. Chance is performing, Beyonce is performing. I know I said a couple weeks ago, The Weeknd is performing with Daft Punk. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to watch the Grammys. I'm going to be in Minnesota that I'll be coming in from Minnesota that night, but I'm definitely planning on catching up with it as soon as I get back. So shout out to the Grammys for booking those two artists to perform. Uh, it's going to be lit. As far as upcoming things you should look out for, um, Lupe Fiasco is supposedly dropping his album Drogas Light on Friday. I don't believe him. Um, I mean, I'll probably give it a listen if it comes out, but I'm I'm well and long past the days where I care too much about uh, what Lupe Fiasco is doing. But you know, he says it's coming out Friday. That's what that's what it what has been said. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's it for the press play segment. Um, after a short break, uh, Joe and I will be right back with the Dig Deeper segment. to thinking outside the boombox it's time for the dig deeper segment uh cousin joe's back in the studio shout out to him for doing a song of the week earlier um so this week what we're going to be discussing the boys migos from atl dropped their uh, second uh solo album um culture and big sean also dropped his fourth solo album i decided so we're going to be discussing those two albums uh, which one you want to get into first? Um, it depends. Uh, we could say the best for life. Hey, in your opinion, in my opinion, uh, I think I think Big Sean. I like Big Sean's album more. Okay, in my okay. opinion, you know, other people gonna have their opinions. But you I know, feel you. Uh, Big Sean's album was was better than me, so we can start with Amigos if you like. All right, let's let's, let's jump it <laughs> off with the culture. Let's okay. do it. Okay. Um. So, I I was not always a fan of Migos. I won't even say that I'm like a fan now. I'm appreciating this wave that they're on, but um, you know, I definitely was not feeling the Migos back in the day. And so when this album came out, and I was like feeling it a lot, and I was like, man, I think I like the Migos. I was like feeling bad, like man, am I like 
I feel like I'm a bad listener because I, I feel like I'm just jumping on the wave because everybody else is jumping on it. And I was like, all these other people probably been on Migos for a long time. And they just like, yo, we've been out here. Like, we always like Migos. Nobody's like Migos that long. They, yo, they so have, yo, lying. so I went back and I was like, <laughs> let me go back and listen to some old Migos and see if like, you know, I was just tripping back in the day. So I went back and I played well Apple Music had a few playlists that was like the Migos Essentials. <laughs> um and so I went on Apple Music, um, listened to a few of their playlists from their stuff from a uh, Young Rich Nation, which was their debut album, and then like some uh uh, some they they've had like twenty eight mixtapes, so you know <laughs> songs from here and there, and I wasn't feeling it. Like I was like, "Yo, this is trash!" Like I I am completely justified for not liking Migos back in the day. You, <laughs> I do not feel bad. Yeah, because I always used to lump them in into like you know the category of those rappers who aren't doing a single thing and are just making you know trap music and it's not even that good. Mm-hmm. But you know I feel like what they're making now is a different type, but I, I just personally felt justified um, that their old music was trash. Because I was like, I, I was just like, okay, so I, I wasn't I wasn't wrong. No. Did you, were you feeling their music back in the day? No. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. okay, so I, I do put a lot of trap artists in a category, you know, because mm-hmm. some trap artists were like, I know I may get, you know, some haters, you know, hey. say what you want to say, but hey. I thought, you know, Future was in this category a few years ago too. For sure. But, you know, they hit like a, like sometimes they hit like a, a ceiling, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like this mm-hmm. is the best you're going to get. You're not going to be mainstream. Yep. Just take the, take it where you got, take your fans, take yep. your features, your performances and run with it, but you're not going to be mentioned with the big names. Right. You know what I mean? All right. And so, you know, Future got out of it. And, you know, I can honestly say I knew one person who was really with Migos, and mm-hmm. that was my friend Brandon. Okay. You know, he was singing Versace before Drake <laughs> oh. did the remix. Oh, the original. And, you okay. know, like, when Versace came out on the radio and it was coming out big, you know what I mean? I used to turn the radio off or change the station <laughs> or change the song. Okay. Like, the Oscar, okay. once, once, once Migos' verse came up, and my man's Brandon was still... You know, my man's B was still rapping Migos. And I'm like, bro, you, like, you know you the rest of the song? <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't even know it was three other people rapping after, you know what I'm saying? This so, isn't a Drake song? <laughs> right. And so that's what I was like, all right, Migos. And so, like, he, out of all my friends, he's the only person that could say he messed with Migos uh-huh. for at least two years, two or three years. You <laughs> right, know? right. Um, but no, I thought they, I thought they reached their, I was like, Drake. If anything, rejuvenated their their career, put them right. on a the map. Like who right. is, who are these people? And uh, I did that before too. I listened to their old music. I, did, I wasn't feeling it. You know what I mean? I even listened to the rest of the mixtape that Versace was on. Mm. You know, or album. I don't even know what that was. At this uh, point. Yeah, yeah. And I was eight, at that time. I was like, this is trash. I don't. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think they got better. They realized what they did, what they do well as individuals in the group and how mm-hmm. they can play off each other. The the, the hype is there. You feel me? Like it's turn it's gonna Ooh. be turned. You Ooh. know what I mean? Yeah. So I just think, yeah, they got better, man. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, they got better and they out here now. Everybody know about them. Yeah, know? man, like nothing moved me on they first all like their their old stuff. Like literally and figuratively, like <laughs> their music right now. Like something about the production, the way they flowing, it just makes you want to move. Like it, the energy, like what they're selling, 
is a vibe that's selling an energy that's selling like a lifestyle and, and something about it it gets in you and it just makes you want to just like ah just like move and just start like dancing it like turning up right. and i wasn't getting none of that from their old stuff i went and looked like the production wasn't good wasn't that good their flows weren't anywhere near how they're flowing now the lyrics were trash and i mean the lyrics are still kind of trash but like they have a better flow to it yeah you so can, it makes it sound on topic now. yeah i think before yeah. they weren't on topic they yeah. were just generalized general yeah now whatever the song title is whatever the mm-hmm. chorus they can stay on topic a little bit better true true <laughs> true like, i got you man we yeah. on the same page with this one man. i'm so sorry i know i went i went so i went back and looked at like the producers on their, their first debut album young rich nation or whatever and it was it was pretty much produced by two people. There's this producer named Murder Beats, and there was this producer named Honorable C Note. And then Zaytoven did like a couple tracks. Mm-hmm. And like on Culture, only one Zaytoven's on it. But between Murder Beats and Honorable C Note, which did like ninety percent of their first album, Murder Beats is the only one that's on Culture, and he only did one song. He did he produced Get Right With You, so. I was like, okay, so they were they had a whole producing shift yeah. between that album and this album too. And on this album they got like top producers. Like Zaytoven is he's out here. He's out here. Yeah. Metro Boomin is out here. Yeah. And they got top producers. They've somehow they've figured out the flow, you know, they got that that like stop and go flow. They got mm. that like triple time Versace flow. And and it works, you know. They got Quavo out here with the auto tune like vocals yeah, and takeoff, man. and Offset got the 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 bars. They so. got it, man. They yeah, got it. They, it's they they thing now, man. And they even branching off and doing individual features. You Yo. know, like you'll see Quavo on a song. You'll see Offset on a song, but Quavo pretty much has more of the features. He does. He does. And me, his, his voice. Uh, translate better to other people's songs, I think, <laughs> right. just because they can get Quavo on a hook and then it's lit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so what What were your favorite songs from Culture? Like, what What are you rocking with? What you rocking with? So, ironically enough, you know, I did, like, Get Right With You. Like, okay. That's, that's okay. one of my favorite songs. Okay. And then we talked about earlier about T-Shirt. Mm-hmm. But even the intro got me turned like hey, they got me ready dj Khaled on DJ the intro man. Ka- soon come it's soon come <laughs> culture soon come you feel me like i was i was like oh man and they went in right there and i was like man that could have been a song like a real real song right there yeah. so yeah I, those are my favorite ones it's a you know when i say my favorite ones it's not like the ones that i can really relate to the most it was the, right, most, right. the ones that were catchier than the, yeah, um, yeah, that, the yeah. ones that I think about when I think about this album the one that gets stuck in my head more mm-hmm. but it, it was a lot of them like if I were to go down if I were to go down a list it was it was a lot of them in there you know but mm-hmm. definitely Get Right Richard was one of my favorite ones What The Price Is that was hey. another one of my favorite ones <laughs> right 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 <laughs> man oh my no man so uh <laughs> And then uh, Kelly Price, Ooh, of course. You know what I'm saying? That is so. that's one of my top ones, yo. The way the way Travis Scott comes through and blesses them, and and when I listened to Kelly Price, it was easy to like to realize just how much they have in common with Travis Scott's Man, music. Man, didn't it? Like there are a lot of times where between like Quavo and like them when they're doing a song like Kelly Price, where you can't tell who is who because Travis always comes through with that auto tune. Uh, vocal. He's got ad libs on deck. You know, it's lit straight up. Like he's 
And he's he him and Migos they do the same thing. I think Travis does it better because one Travis's production is better and mm-hmm. Travis is a better rapper. Right. I think than like you know them as a group. Um, <laughs> no shade, no shade, no shade, man, no shade. I can't get it together with three people to one person. He's just his, his character and his yeah, his whole yeah. thing. I think is just like. It's better for me, at least. Right, right. Than, no, than you were, I'm on the same page with that one. Though. That's so bogus. But when you hear it out loud, it sounds worse, though. It like, do. It do. It do. No shame, Migos. No shame. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Kelly Price, that that song that song went hard for me. T-shirt, that flow on T-shirt and the way the way Takeoff starts that, that song, it's just like, yo, that stop and go flow. Something about it just makes you want to like, hey, hey, just, hey, make mama told me, hey, not to sell work, hey, 75, same color T-shirt, hey. I mean, if y'all was in the studio, y'all, y'all would see us get live yeah, right now, yeah, you know what I mean, but... <laughs> We yeah. have to work on that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that sounds good. And the so all of the the features they had on this um, album, they all came through and did exactly what they were supposed to do. DJ Khaled on the intro, he blessed you know with him talking that talk, which is what he's at least for the past year. That's what he does. No, yes, what he does talk that talk. Uh, Gucci Man was on Slippery, mm-hmm. uh, you know ATL Connect. They had a lot of Atlanta features on here. They was ke- keeping their city strong. Two Chains was on that song right, Deads. Right. Um, and then they had Travis Scott, and I think I think that was it for the features, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think they had anybody. Yeah, else. That was it. Yeah, so they kept it. They and Lil kept Uzi. It. I'm sorry. Oh, so right. I, it is very easy to forget <laughs> about so Lil sorry, Uzi. <laughs> that. For, oh, bad and bougie. That's the sequel too. Oh, we forgot. It really it. is. It really is. <laughs> let's let's talk about bad and bougie. Right, um, right, 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 right. So, you know, Migos. They everybody in Atlanta has been a Migos fan for a long time. That's for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, when Versace came out, I was like, oh, who are the who is this group that Drake decided to remix? I'd never heard of them before. The Drake remix of it came out. That's when I first heard of them. And then I was like, oh, so they're going to be a one-hit wonder? Because then they had that song like Hannah Montana. And I was like, is this y'all follow-up? Like, I'm not into that. Y'all just yeah. repeat things over and over again? They love, they, they're like, um, they're another group that's like Lil B. They have a lot of songs named mm-hmm. after people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so when Hannah Montana came out, I was like, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. But um so Bad and Bougie um had been the single and it had been out for a long time before it actually blew up to be the number one song like it is now, like the number one song on the charts like it is now. Um and then you know Donald Glover when he was at uh the Golden Globes accepting an award for Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh the TV show. He he mentioned Bad and Bougie and talked about how it was like it's the best song and he shouted out in his speech and then the next day, Bad and Bougie was the number one song. That had to put it on the map. I mean, once you get Definitely. white people to hear that, Ooh. I mean, let's just be real. Ooh. Like, he was in a totally, it was just a different space than even, 
90% of the people that was there, maybe 70, yeah. 80%, probably never even heard of yeah. Migos or Bad and Bougie. Yeah. So by him saying that and Donald Glover being such a respectable person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They was like, oh, we have to listen to this. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody like, give me the statistics on how many people Googled Bad and Bougie after, after that, that speech. <laughs> like, oh, man. Google, that get on easy. that. <laughs> that man was trending. Yeah. That he gave them a shout yeah. out like that. Then yeah. they interviewed him about the song after. Yep. And then yep. he went elaborated more on yep. the song, man. Yep. He had to know, like that was perfect. Oh, uh, he's <laughs> he's a he's a tastemaker, you right, know, right, trendsetter. Right. You Atlanta, know? Hey, that was representing Atlanta. Yeah, man. Was that, and, that had to be on purpose? Yeah, bro. Sorry. definitely, definitely. <laughs> and shout out to him because Migos, uh, they were in Atlanta. Like uh, it was one of the earlier episodes, maybe mm-hmm. three or four. Where they were like these drug kingpins that Paperboy and Darius like went to see, yep. um, and it was it was literally just the Migos. It was it was Migos, Quavo, Takeoff, Offset. They were all on Atlanta, and in they the were trailer. decent. They was in the trailer. In a trailer, I, yeah. I was in there. With that work. I'm talking about I was in there, but I was, I was watching it, man. Like, I was yeah. like, that's Migos, but it, that's what he did. Like he did that. You know, he he like those type of people really represent their state, their mm-hmm. city. Well, man, they they keep it close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, we big, but we gonna have our features be from Atlanta. We gonna if you gonna be in my show, you, you gonna see Atlanta. You gonna see where yeah. they're from and yeah. what they do. And I have a lot of respect. Yeah. For that. You never forget where you come from. Man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Donald Glover. Migos. They they, I I know they know it because they've talked in interviews about how they like respect like how he shouted them out and how he gave them the opportunity and stuff on Atlanta. But like they owe a lot to like him and just his influence and like all the things that have happened. Like culture is like it's number one on the Billboard 200. Like we're not talking about number one on the hip hop charts. Their album is number one on all the charts, like the main chart. Migos. And do you know the other names that's been number one? You know how hard it is to get a number one album? A song like Bad and Bougie on there. And you got a number one album? That's a number one album. A trap from (laughs) Atlanta number one album. Yep. Yep. On the billboards, yep. like that is huge, man. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. mean, a lot of times you see it number one, but you not understand this is the billboards. This is yeah. the same thing as all those other genres of music. You pop, know I mean? like pop dominates Rock, Billboard, country, yeah, all it's, of that. It's competing with all that. So shout out to Migos, man. yeah, shout out yeah, to Donald Glover because. They, they, you wouldn't even see them on the same song together. Let's just be honest. That's true. Although like, they got some, they got some songs. They got some. What I hear uh, yeah. exactly, yeah. but. On the outside looking in, I wouldn't even picture them being on the same. Oh song. yeah, definitely not. Definitely, you know, not. So. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like you know, after like Glover's influence, and then once I saw that video, I don't know if you've seen this video, but it's a video where Migos was in Lagos, Nigeria, and they were performing "Bad and Bougie" in front of like like this humongous crowd of people, <laughs> and once the song hit, the entire crowd was lit and they were up singing every word of the Ooh. verses man of the verses like it kicked off and they was like offset woo 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 like the entire crowd and i was just like yo they are in nigeria right now setting off and shutting down a concert that's how that's how much they're they're reached they're global right now they're global that's crazy that's crazy yeah yeah um so so shout out to Migos because I I appreciate I appreciate this album. You know, lyrically it's like 
It's like mindless music. So like I don't I don't really like the first few times I listened to it, I didn't even listen to the lyrics. Like I put it on and I was like vibing with it because it's go. Yeah, it was just like the energy of it is dope. But I like either you don't know what they're saying or it's just not worth listening to. But you know, the more and more I listen to it, the more like the lyrics are starting to stick. And you know, it's just you know, it's trap music. You know, it's trap music. It's trap. I mean, what can you say? You know, I mean. After I listen to this album, you know, I, I I normally listen to the album straight through probably like two or three times before mm-hmm. even looking at if it changed songs or who's <laughs> right, featured right, in it. Right. You know what I mean? And after I listened to it the first time, I was like, all right, I got to re- renew my gym membership because like, <laughs> you're going to get big off this song. Man. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gonna How go you going to big on big? Hey. <laughs> big on big. Hey. Hey. <laughs> right. You feel me? So I, I, I just feel like, man, like. You just have to like. I was sitting at work, just like moving my head. Yeah, like, man. You just yeah, gotta, man. You know, like anything you can do. You know what I mean. You could do it better or more. Or I'm not gonna say more efficient because that may not happen. <laughs> true, but true. You can do it faster. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, just for listening sure. to this album. You yeah. know what I mean. They serve their purpose. They didn't try to do anything they're not accustomed to. You know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. that, that. They they went in this album, man. I can't. I can't yeah. really complain. Yeah. Knowing what I know about them, you true, know what I mean. True. Like now, if it was somebody else and they had, they'll be like, Ugh, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> But you know, their wave is hot right now, and you know, it's not gonna die down for a while. They got, like you said before, they got features everywhere. Like they showing up, speaking. They they got features on Big Sean's album, which we about to talk about. And right. you know, their music is what the radio and the people, you know, that really listen to the radio and what hip hop on the radio is now. Their music is what those people want. And so, as long as those people still want that, there and they can continue at the pace that they have set for this album, then they're gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you got any last thoughts on Culture album? No, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I even liked how at the end of the album, like they tied it back into the culture aspect. Uh, I yeah. mean, I, at first I was like, what? Are, what are they bringing culture? Like, I don't know if you could add to it. Like, what do you think the culture was that the what they oh, were the, trying to the put album out title? there, yeah. Like, what Yo, do you think they I, were trying to? I've their listened, message they were trying to send. I've listened to interview, uh, like a bunch of interviews of them in the past, like few uh-huh. weeks, and like somebody asked them, like, yeah, so culture, like, why you call it culture? And they was just like, because that's what we are. We are the culture. Like, this is what the people want. What we got. Like, we are the culture. Like, what we bring to hip hop and, and music. That's the culture. And I was just like, okay. That's I mean, the, all right. That's all you I gotta mean, say. I mean, I mean, that's that's fine. Like, what what you all are bringing is is essential to what hip hop culture has become in this days and age, this day and age. So I okay. That's true. That's you. a good enough answer for that's me. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and I'm 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 bought in. Like, right, I, right, right, like right, your album's dope. So I'm I'm with you. Um, okay, so yeah, so that's Migos Culture. Shout out to them. They got the number one album uh, in the country. Um, number one on the Billboard charts. Number one song with Bad and Bougie. So definite, definite shout out to them. All right, let's jump into Mr. Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Sean uh, with his album, I Decided. It is his fourth studio album. Last album he dropped. The last solo album, four solo albums, sorry. Last solo album he dropped was Dark Sky Paradise um, in 2015. Last full album he dropped was 2088 with Janae Aiko, his boo. Um, so what did you think about I Decided? What you what was your take? Uh, kind of like what I alluded to earlier, man. I thought this album was great, man. Mm-hmm. Like straight from cover to cover, uh, beginning to end, man. Um, 
I think, I don't know. I'm still trying to decide. Right now, I don't know. I always get real iffy when I get to about to say this because I don't know if I'm living in the moment. <laughs> but right now, I feel like this is his best album. Okay. okay. Um, and that's not anything slight. Like, Big Sean always had good albums. You know, they're, none For of them the were ever, most like, part. weak. But they were like, eh. <laughs> You know, it was like, uh, Hall of Fame was kind of it was, it was kind of, like, but it wasn't weak. You see what I'm saying? In my opinion, so we gonna we gonna feel, leave I it feel. like that. But like <laughs> right now, this is my favorite album. You know, like he he touched on a lot of things. Yeah. Um. Great consistency throughout the album. I agree. Um. But at the same, like it was cohesive in a sense. But at the same time, you could still listen to the album chopped up or on shuffle and get the same. Uh, get the same feel about each individual song, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. You know, he had the good features. Uh, he he plays. I I feel like the the best features he sounds good with is of course his girl, uh, and Jeremiah. I feel like he mm. he always if he features with them all the time, in my opinion, and yeah. he always does well. Like he just sounds good with those two. And so, uh, yeah, man, I love, I like the album, man. I, I've been listening to it nonstop over the past few days. Yeah, same. And I haven't had an issue with it at all. Man. Okay, <laughs> let me so let me give let me give some big picture stuff, and then we can uh, we can go into like some favorite tracks and stuff. All right. Um, so Sean, he's consistently dropped a solo album every other year since 2011. Like his, you know, he had a bunch of mixtapes before 2011. Um, like the Finally Famous series, like mm-hmm. mixtapes and all of that. Yeah, then he I, dropped. I was a fan. Then. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that Sean. And he dropped Finally Famous, uh, the album in 2011, his debut solo album, um, full of like pop stuff. It was, you know, I, I drew a lot of similarities to him and J Cole throughout, you know, doing research for this whole project and their, you know, trajectories and like how they've come as an artist. So the first similarity. Both of their debut albums um, had a lot of like radio friendly stuff because, you know, with it being their debut albums, they hadn't progressed to the point where they could do everything they wanted to do creatively or if they had even figured out what that was. Um, so his first album was like that. Hall of Fame, he dropped in 2013. I wasn't rocking with it at all. I didn't okay, like that man. album, it was man. Okay. I liked like three songs, man. That's he it. had that track. Oh, it was like two tracks toward the end. It was one with uh with James Fauntleroy, Nothing Can Stop Me or something. Nothing Can Stop Me, Nothing Can Stop You, that track off of Hall of Fame. Um it was like stay close to me, so close oh, yeah, to me. Yeah, That's yeah, how it's yeah. supposed to be. Oh, that, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, that, song. Yeah. that song was dope. Um but he just he just had like a bunch of like silly stuff on that album and I wasn't rocking with the cohesiveness. And you know, but but you know, forget Hall of Fame. We ain't talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I don't think that he had gotten everything out of his system yet on that one. Mm-hmm. Then twenty third uh twenty fifteen, he dropped Dark Sky Paradise, which I personally think he went hard is still his best album. Ooh, and, I, yeah, and, I, and, he, I, and I'll he, talk he about that. Hard. that he went hard on that one. because he he, he he gave one and here's here's another similarity to J. Cole. Um he turned things up uh lyrically and like he even turned like the intensity of like the verses and like the darkness of the verses up similar to how j cole did on born center Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and you know he has so many just like dope tracks that didn't even need to be radio hits just dope songs like 
He had a song with Janae Aiko on there. Uh, he been in a mix together for a minute. Stay Down, I think. I think that was the name of it. Or yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, Blessings was on that album. Uh, Deep with Lil Wayne, one of my favorite tracks, was on that album. What song did he have with Kanye? Um, oh, uh... Dang, I know what you're talking about. Art, that song, that song. Too. Yeah, it was like track three. Skyscrapers? Um, no. Uh, no, but he did have Paradise on there, and that Paradise was the one where he like went off like. All your fault. Yeah. All, all your fault. Yep. That yep. was my song. So, so and then so, he had Don't F with You. That all, was a, right, a which was the too. single that really like skyrocketed for him. Um, oh, so, man, so yeah, Darska, yeah, 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 it makes you think, right? Darska Paradise was a dope Ariana album. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, so that was that. And so, also similar to J. Cole, I, I drew so many similarities here. Similar to how, and we've talked about this on the podcast, with J. Cole's la- uh, second to last album, uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, and then his most recent album, For Your Eyes Only, there was a shift, I think, conceptually, like, he realized what he wanted to do with his music and he went a certain way, you know, no more features. I'm going to do all of this like introspective stuff, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to have some of these like, you know, tracks with just like the bars that you want to hear. Sean, I think has done a similar thing from his last two albums, Dark Sky Paradise. And this album I decided, I think have been a similar shift in concept and what he wants to do with his music from Hall of Fame and Finally Famous, which were both kind of like radio-friendly albums. Um, He's definitely improved as an artist and also similar to J. Cole, I can't stress this enough, he's been lumped into the category of artists that people don't think are that exciting. Like, you know, that's one of the main criticisms against J. Cole. People think he's boring. He makes all this, like, sleepy time music. And people say a lot of the same things about Big Sean. Um, And, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, I can see that. But I think that it just takes a different type of listener to appreciate what Big Sean and J. Cole bring to the table. Like, if you just want the Detroit mixtape all the time Mm -hmm. like over and over again then I don't think Sean's on that anymore because the Detroit mixtape that was hard that That was was hard hard. it was just raps on raps on raps and it was just bars but I don't I don't think he's on that anymore you know he's got he's got all these introspective songs you know he he's shouting out his mom and his grandma and all their inspiration and all of that um this album was a concept album, and I want to read some quotes about what he said, like, you know, the meaning of the title and of the concept of the album were. So um, he said that the story of the album is, imagine going through life and you made all the wrong decisions your whole life. You get to the end of your life and you say, man, I did everything wrong. I didn't work it out with the love of my life. I messed up with my parents. I'm not doing the job I was sent here for. Now imagine something happens. You get one chance to redo it all. The album is basically a chance to have that wisdom of an old man while you're young and going through life to figure it out. Mm. Um, He said, I feel like life is all about the decisions you make. Uh, This is what I decided. That's why I put a period on the end of the title because this is definitive. So I was like, so I, I think I like read that before the album came out, and I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. Man. And I was I was interested to see how it would play out in the album, 
And I feel like it played out more in the skits, that, the little tiny skits that he had, than in the music. Very minor skits. And, yeah. And I actually, I didn't know that part about it, but I kind of got the sense of that. Uh-huh. But I didn't know, like, you know, he made mess-ups in a relationship. And he, he said it in one of his songs, uh, he named things that he messed up with. But I yeah. didn't get that he messed up with his parents and family. Mm-hmm. But I kind of got it in the skits where he wasn't picking up the phone for his mom or right, his parents right. when they weren't calling type thing. But that's dope because I, I got what I got exactly that sense, you know, making mistakes, bounce, feeling bad for yourself, mm-hmm. bouncing back from those bounce mistakes. Back, right. Oh, right. <laughs> that's the song. Hey. <laughs> you know, coming hey. back from those mistakes and just trying to like brush it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like after you throw an interception or it cause a turnover, right. you got to brush it off and keep it moving. Um, so that's what's up, man. Like I feel like he hit that on hit that on the head right there though, with with an album in a sense. But it could have been it could have been shown a little bit more. The skits yes. weren't long. He didn't dedicate a whole track to a skit, of course. Mm-hmm. Um but he would like dedicate the last like 30 seconds or the first 30 yeah. or something like that but. so yeah so like the album cover is like it's like two people mm-hmm. one is him and one is like the older version of him on the right um and you know the music video for halfway off the balcony features like an old man and all that so you can see that big picture like through the music videos the album cover and all of that you can see how he tried to put this concept together but in the music specifically, I don't think it all played out that well. Like, you had that talk with his mom at the end of, I think it was Inspire Me or something, where mm-hmm. he was talking about how he feels like he's doing his life twice, right. which is similar to what he's saying here, how you get the chance to like live again knowing things better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he touched on it there. Um, and he touched on it in the beginning because I think in the intro it's like an old man, which I think is supposed to be the older version of him, oh, talking about like, oh, I did all these things wrong, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So I can see how he tried through the skits, through the music videos, through the album cover to get this concept through. But the music didn't always play all that up. So to someone who isn't up on all that stuff, not looking at music videos, isn't looking at the internet for that, they just listen to the album I don't know if they would have got that concept through just off listening. Yeah, and the way, you know, the but thing... But that's why you got us. Right, you feel me? That's what the podcast, <laughs> you got to think outside of the boombox, you feel me? Touch on it. Come on now, you just got to give it a little touch now, all right? <laughs> but, and at the same time, in a way, you made a point because I listened to this probably since Friday. Yeah. I probably started listening to it Friday at 7 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. just on the way to work and do whatever yeah. or whatever. Um, man, I probably listened to it probably like eight times. Mm-hmm. The normal person is to listen to an album straight through eight times. That's true. You That's know true. what I mean? In four days. That's true. You know, or four or five or almost a week. You know, how long is, however long it's been, I can't even count. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, like the normal person isn't listening to it that That's long true. or that many times consecutively. And so um, you may not pick up on it, you know, and I don't think everybody listens to the album straight through either. Like, when no, I talk there's to people, just so many different types of listeners out there. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, I got I got the sense when you said I was like, I know exactly where you tried to hit those yeah. those spots. Um, but yeah, I don't think the average listener, like you said, I don't think the average listener would catch that off mm-hmm. the bat. And but then once you read it, you would look for it 
you know, right. of course, like that. Right. But, but yeah. So. Okay. So, uh, favorite tracks? Like, what what was you rocking with off of? Uh, I decided. Um. You know, I, this album was real cohesive. You know what I mean. So I kind of like tracks that like back to back tracks. So I like light, and then I like bounce back that came after light because oh, okay. that worked. They worked well off of each other. Yeah. And then of course no no favors with Eminem just wow wow wow, wow. yeah so I wow I didn't I didn't so the M verses it was classic M like there's been a lot of blowback yeah. about it like on the internet and stuff but like if you know Eminem you have to expect that like some of the lyrics were just a little bit too like aggressive like none of the like I'm not, I don't care about like the Donald Trump stuff like say whatever you want I don't about care. that we all know it but like I mean like all of the like the rapey aspects <laughs> the, like like Sorry, bro like ah oh, you gotta you, you gotta, gotta pull back on that man we can't be out here with that it's 2017 nobody wants that Eminem anymore but I will say Lyrically, he 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 came with the heat. He came like, with the, the wordplay was otherworldly. And I'm gonna tell you, this is one one criticism I have. Uh-huh. Like, he went so hard to like at the end of the verse, it'd be like, "Wake up, wake up, wake up!" You know, it's like he <laughs> yeah. just went extra slow. Like he went hard, and it was like a like a, a second pause. And yeah, like, Big Sean came back. back. Sean. <laughs> first, I was he was like, it was like he was like, "Whoa, all right, um, I guess I'll clean this up then." <laughs> Yeah, like I would just throw the chords at the end of that. We're gonna fade this out. Yeah, I'm gonna know fade myself. Uh, that was a lot. You know? so, that's the only criticism I have. You went so much harder than the actual song that all of a sudden the song did. didn't fit with all he was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what happens when you get Eminem on a track. Like like he's letting out all that that time yeah. he's been waiting. If you're not gonna come with it. Like, if you're not going to come with the same energy that Eminem has, it's just going to look like he just outshines you. Bro, and, so. and, and, and Big Sean's defense, I feel like, all right, the first verse, I was like, all right, he got to go in. Like, he went in a little bit. Yeah. And then it was like, uh, And then yeah. it was just like, Eminem, yeah. and you just like, dang. Eminem will do that to you. He's done it to many, many rappers hey, in the he's past. A legend. That's a legend for yeah, you. Yeah, so. yeah. What can uh, you say? So uh, what else? What else you got? Um... I mean, I, same time part one. That was one of my songs too. I like it's that so was short put, too. Yeah, man. that's the thing, man. I, so I think thing. it was purposeful because one is called it was it was the part one, right? Mm-hmm. So they they have already announced that they're doing a 2088 album this year. Okay. So I think he literally just did that to give us a tease and a sneak peek of what they're gonna bring on the album later in the year because they they talked about how. They're both going to put out solo albums, and they're going to put out a 2088 album. Uh, and I thought their their first 2088 album was good. So, and, and I already think this song was better than a lot of songs on that first album. So I think that the sneak peek was good. They're going to give us they're going to give us something nice. Yeah, I think I, I'm already knowing they're going to give us something nice. 2088 was one of my favorite, like not favorite, but the album was just smooth. Yeah, and yeah. I think they like I don't even know if I could say this like the the one of my favorite like duo albums yeah, where it was yeah. two separate their chemistry people. is nice it it's was nice. It was, their chemistry is just up there man yeah. so um but yeah so I, I love that track um like a, another thing like I love Halfway Off the Balcony mm. and uh just cause it was like a smooth one of those slow songs you know Big Sean always incorporates like you know love and you know thought things that how you thinking deep yeah 
You know what I mean? So I, I had him and that song in there. And then uh, Voices in My Head and hmm. Stick to the Plan. I love that song because it, like, it was like two different people. Yeah, you know, and then his voice in my head, you like feeling sorry for yourself, feeling down, and then he's uh-huh. just like, "No, you gotta stick to the plan. Yeah, yeah, like, you gotta do this. You know what I mean?" And I think that song, like, I could see him having that song, and him just throughout the video or something, mm-hmm. him just talking to himself in the mirror or whatever, yeah. or talking to himself. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like just two different back and back. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the last song was bigger than me. I like Migos. But when I put it up there in this song, like they they did. Oh, you talking about sacrifice? Sacrifices, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I liked it, but I was just like, would it be my favorite? No, no you no, know, because no. I came here for Big Sean, and they did their thing. It was a good switch. Yeah, but yeah. then I, but then I did like bigger than me, you mm-hmm. know, and how he ended the album. And so, that was that was it. Said it was acquired from Flint, so you know, Sean. I love man. Now I I appreciate that because he's once, always once giving again, back. Like I didn't even realize that till today. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I really don't look at who's in the songs. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It could have been Chicago Mass Choir. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. So, kind of you know up. that's what you know that's what. Oh, that's that's the first choir I always think about when I hear a choir. Right, so, right. Uh, but but yeah, like I, those are the songs I like the most. But that's not to say, you know, tomorrow I could have said "Oh Me" was in there mm. or um, another song was up there. So yeah, it's just I how I feel right now, how I was feeling when I was doing um, stuff on this on this uh, when I was doing research on this song and listening to it. Recently, that's those are songs I came up with, man. Okay. So shout out to okay. Big Sean, man. He came through on this album. He really did. But um, what's yours, man? I think you know, as far as inspirational, motivational songs, you know, he laid it on. He laid it on thick. Like he's pretty successful with those songs, and you know, I think that's part of what he's realized that he wants to put give out through his music. You know, he loves his mom, his grandma. Mm-hmm. He loves like motivating people and like telling them that they can do whatever they want as long as they try. You know, and nearly half of the album ran, you know, that gambit of songs, you know, he had Inspire Me, um, he had uh Bigger Than Me, he had Sunday Morning Jetpack, which I was I really like that song. Him and Dream and, mm-hmm. and just those keys that you can That's always get person. me with that. He works so well with yeah, yeah. the dream. Man. Yeah. So I was the only thing the only criticism I think I had song wise is you know, to appease the people who want Detroit, 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 like that that mixtape thing. I feel like the songs that he had to try to appease those people, so bounce back, moves, sacrifices. I feel like those were really the only three that you know where he tried to just bring like some ego driven like bars and stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like the vibe from the three of those didn't really reach. You know that like none of those are gonna be like played in well not not none of them but like <laughs> sacrifices you know that's not being played in the club no. like you know it's a Migo song but like the song wasn't really about like anything you could like turn up to even though I think it was a good song right bounce back that could that could and moves could but I feel like each of them kind of played it like a half step as far as like the energy that they brought. Like they were like low key turn up songs. It was just like, hey, mm-hmm. last time I took an L, but tonight I bounced back. I'm not like turning up, but I'm like, hey, you can okay, do something too. Okay, you know, in okay, the album like this, okay. it was very timely. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? But yeah, like, it's a yeah. it's a break from this depression. You <laughs> right, right, <laughs> or right. Or the thought, I you feel know, you. how you and your feelings, or I your feel thoughts. You. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so I was a big fan. 
uh, bigger than me, of course. I'm all about the choirs, and I think he utilized all of that uh, really well. I like Same Time Part 1 with Janae, um, even though it was short. I like the Migos <laughs> one. Um, Halfway Off the Balcony is a good one. Uh, that'll play all, on the radio really well. And Sunday Morning Jetpack was definitely, I think, up in my top two. Um, I appreciated the 2088 sneak peek. I hope they come with the heat uh, for that album later in the year. You know, he had top-notch producers on this album, like, like top notch like he has some of the best producers and that really you know helped make this album uh really good so as far as you know the full scheme of the album goes i think dark sky paradise was still his best album um but i think this was a good addition to the collection He's a, a really good MC who's kind of let go of most of the corny aspects of his rap over the past few years in exchange for, like, motivational, introspective rap that has, like, you know, a small touch of the entertaining, ego-driven hits. So, um, yeah, I appreciate the album. I think it's it's a great addition to his catalog. He didn't disrespect his brand in any way by putting this out. I think the people who liked Big Sean before this album are going to like him even more after this album and the people who didn't like Big Sean before no album he could have put out except like another Detroit would have appeased those people so I think that he's doing the right thing and I think he you know put out something dope that's that's gonna last any last thoughts on I decided excuse me I decided <laughs> no man you pretty much hit it on the head man that's those are my opinions based on it, it was a good album and uh, we'll just see how 2088 does. And if he can yeah. top it lyrically and, yeah. and stuff like that, man. He may come out with another album this year, man. You who never kn- know. Who man. knows, man? <laughs> Once you get that, that future vibe in you or that Gucci man that Gucci vibe, vibe. just put out three albums in a year, then you know, who knows what could happen. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, okay, so that's what's up. Shout out to Migos and Big Sean for dropping those albums. Shout out to the cousin Joe for coming through. Oh, you know, man, always, course, always got to get you in here to talk about these albums and your opinions, get your opinions and everything. So I appreciate you stopping through. Um, so yeah, uh, that is it for this episode. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. You know, I always appreciate that. Make sure you go on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, rate it on iTunes. Get you know, get them four or five stars. You know, whatever you feeling. You know, okay. nothing less than that though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, review it. You know, you want to put some things on iTunes to review it. But most importantly, tell a friend if you you got a friend. Y'all just trying to keep up with what's going on. What music videos y'all should be looking at? What performances you know you need to be like looking out for? I got you. I got you. I'm scouring the internet. I'm always on that, and I'm compiling it so I can bring it here just for the faithful listeners of this podcast so shout out to everyone um i hope to see you next week and we out we are out man
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 